Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. Well, it's a day after the elections, and here we are. God is still God, and what is He saying? Do you know He spoke very specifically about the season that we're in to Pastor John Kilpatrick of Church of His Presence? I'm going to share that share that with you in just a moment, but I want to prepare you. We're going to begin to talk in our program about you know understanding. We focused on the kingdoms of this world. We've been focusing on different things, but we really got to begin to focus on the kingdom of God. Those that are called by the Lord's name begin to unify around what God wants to do in this generation, in this season, in the nation. And we've been talking about it quite often in VFN Kingdom Business, but we have to begin to get our focus back on the Lord and His work and what He's called us to do. You know, He's called us very specifically to do something. And what we're seeing, we heard about the winds of heaven, the prophetic word that was given on the program about the winds of heaven been blowing in heaven for eight years and they're about to blow to earth. And we talked about how the wind of God is blowing things all over the place and it's just been a, a very windy season. We're seeing people blown around like paper. But understand, this is going to be a, a, a interesting season that we're walking in. The difficult things are going to happen. We told you to be prepared you know, for 90 days having your, your, your 90 days of preparation. You could see more prudent preparation about that. But understand that you need to be prepared for this. It shouldn't catch you by surprise. God says that nothing should catch us by surprise because of the fact that, you know, that God's telling us in advance before it happens. And just a quick note, don't forget you can sign up for the newsletter, the Torch newsletter at vfntv.com, and you get a, uh, a message right away to tell you begin to think outside the box about how to prepare for what's about to happen and what is happening. Well, understand that the nation has been divided Who's of division? You know, Satan comes to divide. Jesus told us a nation and a family divided will fall. We have to begin to unite again and come together again around the original intent of the nation. But what did God say to Pastor John Kilpatrick about these 25 days after the election? Let's go there right now. While I was in prayer last week, I had three things that the Lord spoke to me. Number one is the first thing the Lord said was, uh, uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 o'clock he said I want you to spend this next few days with me I want you to be in isolation and uh, he said There's, this is a season of great peril that's what he said usually when God speaks to me it's just a few words it's not sentences or paragraphs it's usually just a few words and he said it's great peril the next morning the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said that um, there's going to be an eruption of corruption he said, there's going to be an eruption of corruption. He said, the nation will see it. So you need to be prepared for that. The third thing the Lord said to me was, and when he said it, I knew it probably wasn't going to manifest. It'd be something that we wouldn't actually see, but it'd be something that's important. But the Lord said last Thursday, which was day before yesterday, or two days before yesterday, Holy Spirit said that Thursday through this coming Tuesday is going to be very, very critical. And 25 days after Tuesday, the election day, is going to be critical. It's going to be critical. So I told people whenever the Lord told me Thursday, I didn't think anything was going to happen on Thursday that would be evident. But I, I know something's going on behind the scenes. I know that it is. And um, he said that Thursday through this coming Tuesday will be critical. So when I get through preaching this morning, we're going to have a season of prayer before we leave. I'd like for everybody to stay, if you will. And don't leave because we, we really need to spend a little bit of time in prayer. Is that good? You're looking at the timing of 25 days after the election. 
the first thing that we vote on, we talked about this uh, just, I believe, yesterday on our program, the day before yesterday, uh, for the elections, is that the Electoral College is really the actual time that the votes take place. What we're voting for when we vote in America for a particular candidate, we're not really voting for the candidate, we're voting for the delegates that are assigned to that political party that will go represent uh, those votes in the uh, Electoral College. And so you're looking at potentially a battle you know, f over the presidency potentially. And um, this happened, believe it or not, with President Abraham Lincoln. That's exact, exactly what happened in that particular election year. And we look at Lincoln today and what took place. But I don't know, we gotta begin to just pray about this and be prepared for this. That is something, you know, you're like, at some point it's like, I would like to hear some good news. <laughs> and it really yes. is because it's waking everyone up. Right. People, I mean, when, when people sleep, when a nation sleeps, when, when the church sleeps, it takes a lot. I, I believe there's one particular uh, minister that said years ago that, you know, um, disaster, hardship mm -hmm. is God's megaphone speaking to a sleeping, to a, to a sleeping? To a, or silent. A silent, a deaf, a deaf church. Well, it makes me think about yeah. what we're hearing uh, Pastor Kilpatrick say in the very mm -hmm. beginning. At some point, there's got to be a siren a siren that rises up and it just says, wake up, get up and tell them. And it's just like, this is why we've been saying over and over again, the church has got to wake up and you're hearing it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he says a sense of urgency, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about that. And what really helps out is that when we understand the urgency, we're going to be held accountable personally. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter how people think of you, if everybody's all your buddy and stuff and people just get up. If you speak the truth, to people in your family, speak the truth to people in your church, and it's from truth, word of God, and they walk out. They weren't of God in the first place. It's sure. probably going to be a lot better when they're gone. You know, First John says, if they leave you, they never were part of you in the first place. Yeah. And so, uh, don't hold back. So many people right now trying to please people. They're being very political. You can be loving and truthful, but remember, no matter what, you're going to have to answer to God alone for your mm -hmm. life and how you responded and what you did with the truth that you were entrusted to. James tells us that teachers are held to higher standards. And, and that's the reason why people hold you to higher standards because of your place that you're in. Not that you're you know, righteous in your own works, but just the fact that you have an obligation to tell somebody the truth. They're looking for people to tell them you know, what is. And the thing about it, you know, it's one thing that was also Pastor Kilpatrick had said was, you know, they're going to the world to find out what's going on and they're missing it by a thousand miles. Yeah. I mean, think about it, and if we don't tell them, their blood's on our hands. God's right. going to look to us and say, I told you, you're the watchman right. on the wall. I revealed it to you. You have to reveal it to others. Hence, VFN TV <laughs> is what the Lord told us. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, yeah. and he spoke all this into existence, and we're walking it out today. And, and the, he, he tells us so that we can hear him, respond to him, and change our ways. I mean, God didn't, he, he's looking for repentance is what he's looking for. He's not looking for a prayer. He's not looking for an offering. He's mm -hmm. looking for our life being given to him and repenting from, from, from where we are, to go, which means changing our direction in our life. And so when you think about you know, perilous times coming, you're looking at uh, eruption of corruption. We're seeing that already take place. Mm -hmm. It's been happening ever since the last 600 days in the election cycle. We're watching every day things happen and you're looking going, Wow, you know, you lose your total respect for anything that was there. So many people have been put in jail for different things. They're in jail today who are watching people from their prison, watching the news, realize, hey, I went to jail for that. <laughs> They're not going to jail yeah, for it. Yeah, it's just really strange, you know. It, it's a day where God is blowing. There's a prophetic word the Lord 
spoke to me, released to me sometime back. I don't have the whole word, but he told me that that he's going to have his wind's going to blow the leaves off of things. Where the leaf, leaves, it's been there, but it's been covered by the foliage. Mm-hmm. And his wind was going to come, and he's going to un, un, just uncover the the plans of the enemy and the adversary. And we're seeing, you know, everything you know come uncovered. I mean, every single thing. And so I want to encourage you. What's taking place is a positive thing. Our God's in control. Our God loves you. God loves mankind. He wants us to come to Him and r- repent, so He can mm-hmm. forgive. And so this is the redemption plan of God coming towards men. At the same time. We have the the um, destructive plans of the adversary, you know, of Satan that wants to kill, steal, and destroy, and he he doesn't just sit back. It's a battle between good and evil, and the fact that we have to choose who's going to be our God. God doesn't make us serve Him; He gives us the opportunity to enter into the family and to make Him the Lord of our life and to follow Him as a shepherd of our life. Versus, you know, mm-hmm. darkness where you're actually a servitude and forced into you know all these different things, and this sin crouches at your door wanting to have its way with you. That's what you know, Cain was told. And so we have to understand that, that we make, it's, it's, I mean, if anything, America, we're gonna be held so accountable because the people are the ones in charge. And you know, we're deciding which way our country goes. And we have more freedom today, right now, presently, yeah. than any other nation in the world to be able to preach the gospel and to tell people about the love of God. And uh, let's, let's don't lose it. But you can see the Electoral College coming up December the, the 19th, that's when they're really gonna make that, that mm-hmm. vote. But 20 days, 25 days after the election puts us around December the 3rd, right? Correct. December the 3rd. I mean, you think about it, j- just like what you said, the amount of freedom that we have in this generation, we're gonna have to answer to, or n- not, not just our kids, but on- also to the Lord. But look at it, it's just like you look back on 50 years, 100 years, and you can see the, the freedoms in America, and it's just like, wow, look at the, the growth and just the ability and just the blessings that we've been able to just pour out to the world because we effectively use that freedom for the Lord. And it's just like, this is our generation. You know, I think about what constantly has been in my spirit is that David was faithful in his generation. It's just like, God, I want to be faithful. Help me to be faithful, not just in in a season or just in a weekend, how many be faithful in my generation? Because this is just like, it's, it's, imagine, it's like, imagine carrying a baton in a relay race and there's, there's four runners in one race, but if one drops it, the whole team's disqualified. But imagine if you're faithful for the, the leg of your race, well imagine your generation, you're carrying a baton of what God gave to you, and so now you're faithfully carrying that so that you can pass it on to the next generation. That's a perfect analogy, and that's what all we have to do is be responsible in our generation. And yeah. sometimes we, people hear, you know, faithful, and you know, David was faithful, faithful in his generation. They hear David was perfect. And Far from it. when you look at the, the rules for radicals, Saul Alinsky's techniques that, you know, we've talked about before that many people are using to organize the world, one of the rules that they have to be able to push evil on folks is make them live up to all their own laws. Mm-hmm. And that's never was God's intention for us. The, the, the reality of the law is that it revealed that we were sinners, that we couldn't be saved by the law. So it's not about perfect. It's about dependent on God for, for to be able to do good and to, do, to walk with Him and to be forgiven. And so when you hear David you know, was faithful in his generation, because a lot, a lot of people right now, they're struggling with, well, I'm not good enough. You haven't even met Steve. If you would know Steve, I'm telling you, right? or me and we already you already know about pat and so the fact it's not the fact that we're doing this because (laughs) because we're good we just love you and love god and this is what god said do you can't be trapped by good god did not 
come to make bad men good. He came to make dead men alive. This, and then he lives inside of us and he's good. And the good that we do is God's good. And he gets all the glory for that. And so if we're doing it in his name and understand that, that God uses pe- redeemed people. He uses forgiven people. Uh, and which means they had to be forgiven, and and you know, and sin is ever before us. And we're constantly saying, you know, God, I'm dependent on you, and He's faithful and just to forgive us of that. We need people to understand because we're going to talk about being prepared in this program today. And part of being prepared is to understand the elementary teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, God's going, I got, so, you're going to have to eat some meat. If things are about to happen in the nation that you're going to have to be mature in the things of God. And if you don't get mature, then you know, chill, infants are easily just defeated. And we have to begin to grow up. And one of the elementary things of, of, of the gospel is the fact that you know, Jesus is the Son of God. He came, He died for you, that if you make Him the Lord of your life and you repent for your sins, He forgives you. He forgives you. Mm-hmm. And He comes and lives in you and with you. And then you begin to become mature by learning and becoming His disciple. I'm telling you, this is a day to be prepared. It's an exciting day. It's only exciting, though, if your goal is souls, if you want to see people know God, people who don't know God, you want them to know God. Not join your political party, not join your religious organization, but you want them to know God. You want them to hear the voice of God. We're about to see the greatest harvest the world has ever seen, but it's going to cost a lot of stuff and things probably mm-hmm. more than likely. And if your faith is in God and not your stuff and your things and your electronics and your, you know, your, your or whatever that you have to have, you're going, to be, you're going to be contended with the fact that people know God, they want to follow God. And so a shaking is coming. Some of the things that the Lord is laying on my heart and kind of confirming is the fact, too, is that over the next um, you know, three months to 60, six months, we're going to begin to see things escalate into where you know, evil men had wanted it to go. And um, chaos, where mm-hmm. people are going to want to try, try to create chaos. Understand why we're divided so much in America is because people in leadership for the last seven, eight years were trained up and mentored by a person named Saul Alinsky. Mm-hmm. And he has a book written by, he wrote a book called Rules for Radicals. And it talks about, you know, Marshall Gantz. We had him on several times. He said, you first have to polarize, which means divide, before you can organize. And so you're looking at, you know, people who desire to organize America into a new direction. The things about First Amendment rights, the fact that Christians can't speak freely without persecution, where you know everything's just upside down, inside out, and those different things. But it's Solovinsky 101. Every every topic yeah. imaginable under the sun has been divided. Right, right. And 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 you've said it many times before. It's just that we it, it's important to look back and see that things weren't always like this. Right. It's just like right. you look at now and you think, mm-hmm. oh, the, the normalcy bias. It's just like no, there was a process. And yeah. it was just totally divided. I want you to hear Marshall Gantz. Marshall Gantz talked specifically about this. And he was actually part of the gathering our leadership. Mm-hmm. But you, know, you have to understand, if you're, if you're 14 years old, you, half your life has been spent as this current leadership. Mm-hmm. So they don't know. Yeah. They don't know that this was normal. They think this is just normal. And so understand that when you, if you're, so when you are, um, say, you're 18 years old, you're looking at a lot of people that, you know, that, that, that they just didn't know that it wasn't always like mm-hmm. this. It wasn't divided. And division, even Jesus said this. He said, every nation and every family divided will fall. So we're on the edge of potentially falling, and it's almost what they planned. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, listen to Marshall Gantz. Marshall Gantz is an organizer. 
He's a very popular one. He's, he's done some positive things and done some, obviously, some maybe potentially some negative things. But he's the one of the ones that helped bring in another organizer to leadership, uh, President Barack Obama, because they were both organizers, and uh, including mm -hmm. uh, Hillary Clinton. You know, she was as well. As a matter of fact, take a look. But, you know, it's like Saul Alinsky said. Organizers have to be well-integrated schizoids because you have to polarize to mobilize and depolarize to settle. But without polarizing, you're never going to mobilize anything. And yeah, then there's a time to negotiate. And I think we're really screwed up on that. So see, that's so important. They openly say, and it's what it says. We have it. We have a. We have, literally have a uh, a talk for you. It's available for you. I think all of our VF and KB mm -hmm. uh, partners out there. It's about organizers of the day versus organizers of the night. It's not over. I mean, there's been so many divisive things sown, and people are buying right in, being compartmentalized in their little you know, whatever their group is. Mm -hmm. It used to be e pluribus unum, though we're many, we're one. And now it's the opposite of that. Now that though we're one, we're many. That's not how a nation stays together. If your body did that, it would just blow apart. Right. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at vfntv.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at vfntv.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at vfntv.com. VFN TV and the daily radio program where we're keeping the conversation light.